0: This is Adam Francis, and you're listening to the Equipped Door Podcast on the E2E Radio Network. Stand by for a great show. Hey guys, we're back for another great episode of the Equipped Door Podcast with your hosts, Adam Francis, Robert Oliver, and Dan Eastland. This is episode 401, and that's the first episode of season four. Robbie, I know it's kind of like season 4.5 or 5, I don't know. We just decided a couple, you know, years ago... This was season two or season three or whatever, and uh, we're just going to keep on going with that. How does that sound? <laughs> That's <laughs> fun. Why, for Still. some reason,
1: you you thought Robbie was going to immediately somehow disagree with you? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, why, that is,
0: why would you be so defensive, Adam? That was for, that was par for the course. I don't know. Well, yes, guys, happy new I, year. How was everybody's new year? was
2: the other direction, Dan. What's that? He started out with you're back for another great episode of equipment (laughs) and i always feel so much personal pressure when he says that oh great now if we don't have a good show it's my fault
0: it's always your fault so we were going to do this episode on the 30th but we did not Robbie, because you (laughs) have some exciting family news Yes, yes so why don't you go ahead and uh should i just say congratulations and then you can kind of uh fill the class in on what's going on with you um now our grandfather there you go, boom! Congratulations, man! How awesome is that?
2: Um, the the fighting and and uh, you know having to call in the uh, SWAT team and all was difficult. I mean, uh, there was there was a large mass of people gathered, you know, in the streets to to witness the coming of the uh, of the most perfect child ever born. Um, and her beauty was a a, a problem there was several nurses that just collapsed in the floor they had never witnessed a child so gorgeous Uh, uh, Tinsley Blair is I have to say uh, the moment I laid eyes on her Adam she owns my heart there's no way around it everything they say about
0: having a grandchild is true Um, congratulations man that's awesome thank you i I am just
1: glad to hear that you found you do have a heart
0: yes it grew it grew 10 sizes that day it's almost almost
1: the size of a pea
0: now (laughs) and now you guys did have a a little issue because there's a really big flu season going on right now so yeah mama had had to deal with that a little bit
2: yeah uh you know women out there i know uh, they've been through labor and it was bad and then uh, you know Most everybody's had the flu at one time or the other. But uh, my daughter actually went through labor while having the flu. That sucks. Yeah, it did suck. And then she came home, uh, was home for less than 48 hours. And uh, because they were not trying to aggressively attack the flu because of the baby and all,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. uh, she ended up with pneumonia in less than 48 hours, and had to go back in the hospital, which uh, left Papa Robbie to have to you know, jump in there and help take care of the baby quite a bit while she was uh, in the hospital. I, I just really hated that, you know.
0: <laughs> Twist your arm and break it, right? Yeah, yep. Well, congratulations, man. That's awesome. That flu,
2: man, it was, uh, while she was uh, in the in in labor or, or mm-hmm. getting ready to go into labor, you know, we all, of course, went to the hospital to wait for the coming of the baby. And uh, the flu at that particular hospital was so bad. I mean, it was just like masks. Everybody in there had a mask on. Yeah. Um, I caught myself a couple times walking through lobbies holding my breath. I don't, I don't know, you know, now that I sit here and think about it, I don't know what I thought that was going to do. Yeah, but it was like subconscious fear. Uh, It was really creepy.
0: Well, I will tell you, man, I I got a couple friends in the medical profession and uh, I'm getting like reports that the flu is about eight times the level than they seen last year. Uh, and, And we all know that the flu shot that came out this year was the wrong strand than the one that's hitting everybody. And a lot of people don't realize that. When they do a flu shot, they kind of like take a guess and say, hey, this one's going to be the one that's going to hit everybody. And so that's when they produce produce that vaccine for that flu. Or not vaccine, I guess, whatever you want to call it. I guess it is a vaccine. What Um, concerns
1: me the most about all this is that Robbie gave his daughter the flu just so the baby would imprint on him instead of her.
2: (laughs) Hey, yeah, she just better be... Yeah, thankful it wasn't Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't pay for the upgrade, could
0: you? Yeah, I couldn't pay for the upgrade. Black market viruses are expensive. <laughs> well, you near want, you want uh, speaking of Ebola, I heard reports that there's like over a thousand cases of Ebola in the United States right now, and it's not getting any news coverage. The public has moved on. The, the Ebola scare is, as far as, you know, the news media's concerned, is over, so they're focusing on, on new and more interesting stories to gauge everybody's... Uh, you know, crazy concerned. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, Robbie, congratulations, man. That's awesome. You. So happy for you. And uh hopefully, I can head down there soon and see see you in your in your new natural status as as a yep. pawpaw, right? Yep. There you go.
1: I bet he's already picked out a little pink twenty-two. Yeah, I did. I. I, I mm. So. Yep.
2: It's on the layaway at, at Kmart right now. Walmart, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, FYI, it, if it seems like my mood just changed, I got to quit looking at Facebook while we're online.
1: hmm
2: Yeah, it's too, it's hard because the computer's right here in front of me.
1: Yeah. So you're saying we need to be more interesting when we're talking to you?
2: Yeah, because I just read this Jack Wagon here's statement that he didn't care how prepared your bag is. If you can't start fire using at least one primitive method... You are prepared to fail in an emergency. It's not a question of if, but when. Well, I wonder if this jack wagon has read any of the statistics on survivors. and all. What? What is this community turning to? I don't know,
0: I
1: am fairly. I am fairly certain with my combination of white pho- phosphorus and napalm, I can start a fire anytime I need to.
0: Rancher, uh, Robert... R- let, huh? let, it go, let it let, it, let but, the heat yeah, let your heat go. flow. <laughs> it's a
2: new I'm, year. I'm so blasted tired of the fanboys who jump on the wagons of particular survival instructors. They've never had a r- original thought. They change one word in what the original survival instructor said and then they make a, 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 a religion out of it and they lose the ability of free thinking. Or any kind of logic. What in the crap, man? If you can't start a fire using at least one primitive method, you are prepared to fail in an emergency. No matter how prepared your bag is. Well, what if my preparation in my bag is, you know, 40 pounds of uh, waterproof road flares? You really think that a bow drill set is going to be more effective than 40 pounds worth of road flares.
1: Well, A smoldering you, ember. Well, yeah. and also, is your emergency going to be living six months in the woods, or is it going to be 72 hours until you can get rescued?
2: I, I guess this is the type of retard that if he gets lost for 72 hours, nobody will go looking for him. I was, I'm, I'm going to be honest. At this point, I wouldn't. Most of these idiots Uh, i would be like wait a minute is this that guy that posted that stuff on facebook i'm not joining this search party
1: because my tinder kit will wear out in you know five or six days if i have to constantly relight my own fire but Mm -hmm. after five or six days the problem should be solved one way or the other
2: after five or six days dan if you hadn't learned to quit letting that dastard fire go out (laughs) again i'm not joining your search party (laughs)
0: Adam, what's your thoughts? Um, I think again that uh, people are getting confused because of, I, I I heard a new term from a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and I, I love it. He calls it internet famous. Oh. He says guys get out there, and uh, they're they're so eager to be internet famous. You know, they say kind of provocative or, or kind of crazy things to to try to get you know people to notice them, and what happens and we talked about this before, there's a difference between a training kit and a survival kit going out there and entertaining yourself. And I'm not scared to to say that, you know, probably 80 or 90% of the, what we call the survival community out there is, is entertainment. It is, you know, you know, we want to, we want to see people go out there and use their knives and their tools and, and talk about different concepts, yada, yada, yada. But the majority of that is entertainment. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not really, uh, I'm not too proud to say that, you know. You know I, think e, I think E2E has done, I think we're at like 1,600 or 1,500 videos. And, you know, a majority of the videos that we have out there are kind of, you know, uh, talking about the philosophy of things. There's a lot of gear reviews and stuff like that. But I will tell you right now, there's there's stuff out there, and we even say, hey, this is a training kit. This is just for you to go out there and enjoy this and and expand your horizons and all this other stuff. This is not a this is not what you want in your survival kit. And we we make that clear as day. You know, like when somebody's main conversation is, well, you know, I'm this is my ten piece kit or this is my five piece kit or or whatever. It's like, well, why are you limiting yourself? Why are you why are you starting with a limitation of how you're going to survive? That's just ridiculous. Yeah, this is
2: my kit based on where I live and what I can do.
0: Yeah. Well, and we've talked about
1: before the also the difference, the significant difference between bushcraft and survival. Yeah. I mean, bushcraft is going out to live in the woods. Survival is
0: okay. not... what did I do? I'm out here yeah. and I want to be out here.
1: Yeah, and not let's see if I can make a, a fire based on skill, but I need a fire in the next five minutes so I don't die.
2: Well, then let me go ahead and... First, apologize for derailing the podcast. But second, uh, go ahead and throw you guys out there on Front Street. May then I ask whether you guys, in your own personal opinion, believe that a person can prepare a not just a bag, but they're also their skill set, uh, and be adequately prepared for most wilderness survival situations. And never really get into primitive technologies.
0: Yes. What? What?
2: Wow. If you keep up with that line of thinking, you'll eventually get to a point where you think you can live in your house without it.
0: <laughs> I, You know, it's... Here again, you know, and, and this is... And I actually... This is kind of going to connect to another conversation I wanted to have... In regards to this kind of this fearful society, and I, I'm about to say something that's probably going to piss a lot of people off. But I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's oh, a new good. year. It's a new year. Let's start I,
2: this one off right.
0: I I am beginning to hate. I no, I don't think I'm beginning to. I think I hate the term prepper. I hate it. I hate the concept of identifying as a prepper because there is it. It, it has this mindset of you know, okay. <laughs> Let me let me let me take a couple steps back. So uh, I did a event. It was the some kind of preparedness uh, event in Maryland a couple months ago, and I went there with live fire. Okay, and we were selling live fire, and there was a news broadcaster from, from the BBC there to interview people, and they wanted to. They, they came over and they interviewed me, and I talked to them for probably ten or fifteen minutes. And the whole time, the news lady was trying to bait me on what was going on with Ferguson at the time. Some of the riots. This was that that time. Trying to bait me to say, you know, if the world was going to end or did I think the world was going to end and whatever. And the whole time I said to her, I was like, listen, man, you're not going to bait me to, to get in some political argument about Ferguson. All right. That's not, that's not what I, I am here to do. We make an emergency fire starter. That people who go out, do a lot of outdoor adventure readings, who just want to be generally prepared, who go out into the wilderness or whatever, they can carry these small, compact things on them. They don't have to worry about, you know, uh, making sure they, they're always going to have it on. It's wearable technology. And with a little bit of proper training, it's going to give them that extra edge if they get into a less than desirable situation. Who the hell wants to go out there and just get lost in the freaking woods? That, is, you know, that does not sound like a good, t- a good time to me. I might be in the minority on that. And so this this woman sat there, and, and the whole conversation is she wanted me to say something provocative so I can look like a, a freaking idiot. And so I saw I saw the uh, the 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 broadcast. It, it got published, you know, about a week or two ago. And you know what was in there, Robbie? All the nutcases. All the nutcases. The only the only part that you saw of us is is my is my partner Roger, my live fire partner, them. Him starting a, uh, using a spark to start a fire. It was like half a second. You could barely even perceive it. It was just his hand and him starting a fire, and that's it. And they didn't use that conversation with me, but not because it wasn't insightful, but because it wasn't trying to load the question that they wanted to ask.
2: Yeah, it it wasn't inflammatory.
0: Yeah, it just it's just it was just ridiculous. So it's you know so I I looked at that and you know just it's one of those situations where I watched the people that they did they left in there. And there's this dude, I can't remember his name, but he was one of the like the speakers of the show, you know? And thank God they didn't ask me to be a speaker of the show. Um, he, he, he you know, he showed his his garage full of guns and, and knives and gear. And I'll and I'll tell you guys right now, it doesn't look that different from my garage, right? But he's sitting there talking about like this knife over there. And he's like, oh, you know, if somebody comes to you. This is where you want to, you know, stab upward and thrust and and kill this, you know, it, your, this aggressor and whatnot. And like that's the scene they look, and he just looks like a freaking moron. And he's got all this stuff squirreled away in his in his in his garage. And you know, the the from the five minute clip that I saw of him, and this guy's an instructor. He's he's teaching people about how to be better prepared. From the five minute clip. I I watched. I watched him. I was like, this guy doesn't have a bloody idea what he's talking about, you know. And you you got, you guys want to know the truth of what's gonna, what's going to help you survive in a, in a, you know, situation that's, you know, emergency situation. It's one word. It's one word. You want to know what it is? What community. Your community is what's going to help you survive, or your community is going to rip itself apart.
2: Good walking shoes.
0: If you if you can't if you can't facilitate a solution to your problem with your community, with your neighbors, with your family and friends, that is going to be we need each other. All right? And the, and and the more you think you're going to squirrel away with your, you know, two tons worth of survival gear that you you can do nothing but shelter in place with, you you're, you're going to eat your bullet faster than you're going to run out of food.
1: Well the, my two tons of gear is to facilitate me setting up a monarchy and becoming king of my neighborhood.
0: <laughs> that might be it, but it's just it, it, it's it's the 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 term prepper and it's funny and, and it, you know we've we've been to several pe- prepper things and, and I'm gonna tell you right now it took it took me a while, but within that first show, you know we didn't we didn't make we, we ran a loss for a lot of these shows. and you know why? Because people are like, no, 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 you don't understand. I want to give you money right now, and I want you to give me something physical that's going to solve my preparedness needs. And what were you trying to sell at that show, Robbie? Education. Education. And nobody wanted to have anything to do with that. And no, 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 I don't want to invest my time and energy. I, I'm investing time and energy right now coming to the show to purchase a solution from you. You know? Boy, it, it doesn't matter how expensive a car you buy – it's not going to teach you how to drive. The, it's not uh, going to teach you how to read a map or how the, to navigate, you know?
2: The thing with that, the, the prepper, uh, uh, I guess, uh, label. Yeah. It's the same thing as was the trend for anyone called a survivalist 15 years ago.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah,
2: if And, and I, I put in the show notes about the new Rambo movie coming out later on, but... That, 15 20 years ago if you said you were into survival the image was john rambo and uh you know you were out there with a knife taking on uh you weren't trying to get rescued you were trying to you know kill everybody that was in the woods trying to get you while you were jumping out of trees killing a hog yeah yeah that, that was just what survival was
0: I, it's just you know
2: it wasn't a it wasn't a six-year-old little girl huddled inside the trunk of a tree, staying warm until, you know, search and rescue, you know, in orange vests and, and you know.
0: Yeah, we'll get to that story Volunteers
2: here. goes and gets her. That's we'll not what that.
0: it was. We'll get to that story here in a few. But, yeah, it, it's it, it's a problem, man. I mean, like, and we've said this over and over again. We have a lot of guys. We get a lot of emails, guys and girls. I get, you know, dad saying, hey, man, I love your videos. Uh, I'm going out with my son and we're, we're enjoying time together we're camping we're doing some of these primitive skills that's the goal right there with some of this stuff i mean the majority of that stuff is going out enjoying nature becoming part you know getting to your roots and everything you know appreciating primitive technologies and primitive cultures and all the other stuff that's important you know what i mean there, there, there's a freedom there um and don't don't be enslaved by the fear don't be enslaved by the propaganda you know, there's a lot of people out. There's a lot of stuff out there that we say. You know, go out and look at this item. If you if you like to do these activities, to be better prepared. Now, I think everybody needs a preparedness kit in their vehicle, because you know, at any time, you know, we 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 got ice and bad snow. It's 10 degrees outside. You might be stuck out someplace, and your vehicle doesn't start. Don't be don't be a statistic. Have your have your stuff squared away so you can get out of that less than desirable situation. But that doesn't mean you need to go and buy fifteen million dollars worth of worth of survival gear and 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 guns. And your you know, no, what, a gun's not going to protect you from from the cold.
2: What you're saying is, hey idiot, don't freeze to death on the side of the interstate when those moving blankets that have been in your garage since. Yeah, you, know, you moved ten years ago. Put them in your trunk, and you can just cover up and not freeze to death.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan I hear you huffing and puffing over there and moving around your chair. So I'm, I i do not know if you're 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 getting ready to say something or if you're like you know trying to put on a, a tight pair of pants. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna go with pants.
1: Failure of the new year. Uh huh. Um, it started off with me trying to add something as I got dropped, and then fortunately. The obscenity laced uh, rant that I just had as I was trying to get reconnected to the to the uh, Skype stream. Yeah, did not get. So I have been in and out since. Let me put you on Front Street.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, and today's
2: podcast is brought to you by modern technology that doesn't work.
0: <laughs> but you got anything to add there, Dan? Um, Basically, I've how I hate the term preppers, and I hate that the that the market is just you know, all about buying a physical solution, not educating yourself and in, in living in constant fear.
1: Well, and for just those situations, I have a new product for mm-hmm. when people really just insist on having something physical that they can take with them. Mm-hmm. See, I have found that dehydration is one of the biggest concerns for preppers. Yeah. So I am now marketing dehydrated water. Okay. It's really compact. It comes in its own sealed container, and you can just hand those out to people. Just add water.
0: Yep. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Robbie, do you have any uh... – no, this, this kind of sounds like a Robbie rant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest does, with you. It does, but
2: you know what? I think people are tired of hearing me rant about stupid people. Uh, I just watched a video a few days ago, Adam, mm-hmm. uh, this survival preparedness channel preparedness survival I, I don't know what it was i can't remember you know i'm i'm not gonna die in the new apocalypse 101 you know jerry's basement i'm not sure what the name is. i can't remember the name of the channel but the guy list his top five survival items for a bug out bag mm-hmm. four of which were cutting tools okay that's, that's a nice yeah, maker. No I'm glad to see
1: that focus
2: i mean yeah we're 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 I'm experiencing the coldest day of the year, you know. I've had so far. One week after watching this guy's video, he posted, and in his preparedness survival kit, additional insulation was not a priority. That's nice. not the top five. You know, nice warm hat, a coat, sleeping yeah, bag.
0: But you know what, Robbie? I bet he got a hundred thousand views on that video.
2: He probably did. Yeah, probably. Did. I watched it twice just because I was cussing so loud the first time I couldn't even hear him over my own ranting. But it, it, that's the mentality that, that, in a way, we're fighting against.
0: Does he live in the jungle, Robbie, where the temperature stays uh, about no, 90 degrees he's an, every, he's all year? An oh, okay. He's
2: an American that believes we cutting tools, and I can't remember what the last item was.
0: Well, he probably lives someplace where you can probably, you know, cut a coat off of a tree or a sleeping bag
2: oh it was four four cutting tools and a flashlight so it wasn't even <laughs> it wasn't even four cutting tools and a lighter <laughs> four cutting tools and a ferro rod Yeah. You know,
1: i just got dropped again so i don't know where y'all are on the conversation I, i'm
2: I... ranting about an idiot uh, i mean uh, a gentleman i watched this video the other day and top five survival items in your bug out bag Okay. Four of which was a cutting tool, and the fifth was a flashlight. Ah. Uh, no insulation, no fire starter as the top five. Now I'm sure he had those things in there, but his top five, four were cutting tools. One was a flashlight.
0: Nice. It makes sense to me. Yeah. I, I like it. I mean, that should be. I want, be, I'll be on want a t-shirt. to have
2: to survive with that guy.
0: Yeah.
2: Because
0: you're gonna eat him after he dies. Yeah, I'll use one of his cutting tools. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, all right. Sit over there while you freeze to death and whittle, you idiot. (laughs) Whittle yourself a sleeping bag.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dan, are you still with us, or have you dropped out
0: again? Oh, Dan is probably having the fury. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And it's so funny, because Dan started out in such a good mood today. You know. Dogs, children. He got on. Um, he was chipper.
2: Everyone is you know. hiding under a kitchen table right now. Yep, yep, yep.
0: <laughs> He's got the rage.
2: Well, Adam, I'm sorry I derailed the podcast with, with You know my...
0: what? We might as well get this season started off right. This is yeah. my, our, our one of Robbie and I's New Year's resolution is we're we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna be politically correct when the bullcrap comes out anymore. We're just gonna you know call people. Morons and throw them out on Front Street.
2: I heard a nice deep sigh. I think uh, Dan is back with us again.
0: Okay, before I get cut off again, I just want
1: to raise a concern that the grandkid has made Robbie soft. Yeah, that that was a Robbie rant. I mean, I only heard part of it and knew that. Come on, man, where's the rage? Where's the anger? You know what? I, I really,
2: I really, maybe that it, maybe it is the grandbaby. I just have trouble. I have trouble getting mad at idiots. Nah, I don't want to be around them.
0: <laughs> no,
1: Robert, you, you, you've got Matt. one job for this
0: podcast. One you job. had one job.
2: <laughs> I know. Angry little man. <laughs> that is my that is my uh
0: tag in life. Oh man. Oh, okay. Well moving on. Yeah. Uh the E two E podcast is brought to you by Dogwood Custom Knives. Check out Dogwood Custom Knives at Dogwood Custom Com, dealers at USA Made Blades, EdgeWorks Online, and Arizona Custom Knife. Also buy Live Fire Gear LLC. Check us out at livefiregear.com. And just so you guys know, uh, Firecord is back in stock. Uh, we had a lot of it. Kind of, uh, we couldn't keep it on the. You know, keep, couldn't keep it in inventory. It was flying off the shelves so fast. Uh, but check out livefiregear.com. There's a whole list of uh, different dealers. And distributors who are uh, selling that product, and you guys should see it in some local brick and mortar stores as well. Uh, so just stay tuned. There'll Power be some more information. Really picking up momentum, dude. It's it's crazy, man. It's it's uh, you know, I have a all a whole new respect for entrepreneurs um, because it's 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 you know you know that that old more money more problems, right? And that and that's kind of how it was, you know, when when uh. Roger and I's relationship first started in regards to, you know, doing some consulting and helping him market and whatever live fire before I kind of put more skin in the game and, and, and whatnot, working on the Firecord product. You know, these little victories that we had, we, we'd be so excited about it. And now it's like it's so busy and it's getting so big and there's employees now and everything. And it's it's one of those things where it's uh, it's fun, don't get me wrong, it's fun and it's exciting and we got a bunch of new products that we're really excited about but it's like we got this new stuff like oh everybody's gonna love this when can we do it in six months <laughs> you know what i mean and well, I know you, I, you guys you guys don't want to hear that out there so but you know, that's the that's the, that's how the real world is with stuff it, you know it's not as easy do oh we should do another kickstarter heck no you know, <laughs> it, it, you know it's just one of those uh one of those deals
2: well the first one was successful because as i look around online every week you know looking for what's new in the community and you guys know our community is very clickish yeah so this little group over here won't know anything about this product over there that that little group likes and blah yeah. blah so I have to circle you know from group to group to group to see what everybody has got going and when I start seeing multiple groups putting out video reviews of a product at the same time it's success it, yeah, you know nice. it, it is then relevant and and I noticed this last week I, I got a good chuckle out of it. Yeah, people that talk crap about each other. Yeah. Both doing reviews of the same product and having the same opinion. Now, they don't, neither one respect each other's opinions, but they're <laughs> coming to the same conclusion about the product, which I guess is a positive thing.
1: I got a yeah. live fire question for you. Shoot. Great. Um, say uh, a new knife company, I don't know, we'll just say Youngblood Knives, mm-hmm. um, wanted to start doing uh, 550 fire cord lanyards. Mm hmm. Is there? Would there ever be a minimum order to get like a custom color on the uh, the sheath?
0: Um, yes, there would be a minimum order, but it is pretty reasonable. But now, are you talking about exclusive color, like we can only sell it to you? Uh, yes, um, I, I can. I could certainly that talk to that person. <laughs> yeah, because the, the the problem is is the volume of cord. So you're talking about you know several thousand worth of feet for us to even get it to get it made um so Ask that it, it would huh? have to
1: be a, a fairly large successful company but now if they wanted to order thousands of feet is that a
0: yeah absolutely hey man anything's doable yeah there's um, only,
1: nothing's impossible there's only time and money limitate.
0: yes yes now i will tell you this we did have a little snafu in the second phase manufacturing and uh we did get a color that we were not supposed to get it was kind of a mistake type of thing and uh, we're kind of saving that for a special, a special day because we don't have that much of it. But uh, it's – it's it's it doesn't say it's seasonal. I'm going to leave it at that. Ah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's intriguing.
2: A little bit. So, Dan. Yes. What's crack-a-lacking over at
1: Dogwood? Well, um, Dogwood is about to sign an agreement with a very well-known uh, knife maker a large volume knife maker Mm -hmm. and it looks like we're actually going to be able to spin off a production line of uh, dogwood knives
0: very cool
2: super awesome Um, well i'm just tickled to see that you're able to function having uh uh, with all the facebook pictures i've seen recently of the new shop and the construction and all that uh how's that going
1: uh, outstanding. I meet the, uh, the engine or not the engineer, the electrician tonight to, uh, make sure all the wiring is kosher because we had to pull uh, a couple of, uh, 220 lines and a few things.
2: So, so and, you're at that point where you got a, a, a electrician,
1: a plumber and an exorcist. Yes. <laughs> uh, because, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, I should have the movers showing up to start moving
0: equipment. Awesome. That's nice. Uh, and We'll have to head up there for a, a opening shop opening party.
2: Well, I was just sitting there thinking, Adam, won't I be up with you that Friday?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We may have so Chris in that place, Dan. Yeah.
0: So Dan, you just come down and pick us up, or send 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 the private jet, and we'll head right on up there. Right. <laughs> Dan, are you with us? I think he dropped again. He dropped again. Oh Well, man. that's our
2: sponsors, Dogwood Customized and Live Fire. Gear LLC. There you guys what else it. we got today, Adam? What's in the news?
0: All right. Well, let uh, lots in the news. A Lots in the news. First off, uh, tragedy has struck Paris. Um, it wasn't Paris. Yeah, we have a. Uh, th- I think thirty was it Thirteen people were killed in a, uh, a active threat, active shooter thing in um, that is associated with a political a political cartoon that was made. Uh, I guess. Against um, some Islamic type uh, stuff. Ter- yeah, well,
1: th- they reprinted the original comics that the Dutch cartoonist did mm-hmm. that was not favorable to the Prophet Muhammad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what's uh, fun? F- you know what's funny? Let me just let me let me jump out. Uh, you guys know I'm a I'm a South Park fan. All right. Now I know it is raunchy humor and it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I do think that those guys are very they're very. Uh, they're very good on getting the, getting what is happening in the in the culture right then and there. And they also kind of make fun of both sides that they're like. they like. They, they try to not take it anything too serious and kind of point out how foolish each of the sides of the argument are.
1: That's what I like. They offend everyone equally. Yeah,
0: but uh, years ago they did this episode with this like super – it was like a super friend spoof. And those of you guys who are too young or too old to know what super friends – Where it was like, you know, back in like, I guess the late 70s, early uh, 80s, uh, DC Justice League, you know, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, they used to be called Super Friends. Well, they had like the Jesus character and like all these different gods in mythology, but they actually had a Prophet Muhammad character in this original South Park cartoon that came out like in 1999 or so or whatever. And uh, as many of you may or may not know, depicting the Prophet Muhammad is against. The, the Muslim religion. Like like any picture of him, like his face is not there. Uh, and I don't know at one point in the culture that happened. But, you know, Comedy Central put this out and there was nothing. There was no riots in the streets. There was nothing. Nobody really cared. And then later, later, many years later, they did another episode on on South Park about Family Guy. And it was about the Family Guy show, show doing an image of the Prophet Muhammad. Now this was, this was South Park parent, Inheriting Family Guy, it wasn't actually a Family Guy episode, and at the end, Comedy Central wouldn't do it, like, Muhammad came and knocked on the door, and Peter Griffin opened the door, and there was Muhammad, but he was blacked out, and the screen went to black, and the producers at South Park say, Comedy Central, you know, declined on letting us do this, even though, years later, they did a cartoon, a depiction of Muhammad in these this Super Friend episode, and nobody noticed, nobody cared, it wasn't a big deal. So, my question is, why didn't the world end then? When they did that first one, why wasn't there riots in the street and whatnot? Is, is it, you know, why all of a sudden because now? Because it's
2: what's trending now.
0: Yeah, but is is it what's trending now in that community?
2: No, it's what's trending. We've become a uh, we've we have become a world of individuals, not a single country. Uh, because I, I I I get all kinds of newsfeed crap about what goes on in British politics too. And Russian, you know, Vladimir Putin, you know, he's in our news as much as our own president, just about. Mm-hmm. So it, we have become a world culture of whiny ass people looking for something to tweet
1: about. Yeah, I, I was even going to argue that uh, we didn't have trouble back then because nobody knew they could get away with making trouble.
0: <laughs> now that, now <laughs> that's that's, that's an interesting point. I mean, why why, why wasn't there riots in the street? Why wasn't there mass killings before? I mean wh- why
2: why is it this... somebody that killed you back?
0: Yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah, you know. cuz rioting in the streets was put down with violence, not uh <laughs> oh golly gee, I'm sorry I hurt your uh, your feeling. Yeah.
2: Not a terrible tongue lashing and some uh so-so commentary.
1: Yeah. Uh you know, people weren't tweeting about please return our rights.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 a uh it's a crazy thing, man. It is a crazy thing, and I and I don't and I don't understand. You know, I don't understand why the communities are allowing this to happen. Why communities aren't policing their own and pushing down this behavior? I mean, I guess it's it. I guess an argument. I'm just playing devil's advocate with my own argument. You know, maybe this was a, a problem before, and we're just getting to critical mass with it. You know, in, in those communities. I'm not justifying anything that anybody d- did. I mean, violence. The violence is never gonna. Serve—it's never going to serve your your political argument, you know. It's only going to—it's only going to make—it's only going to charge the situation and make it worse off for everybody. So those individuals who are acting out in in violence, for whatever political means they see necessary, if it's mass and religious, is still a political reason they're doing that. You know, they're not going to well, get—they're not going to—they're not going to do what they—they're not going to meet their objective. You know what I mean?
1: Well, well France is an interesting. Uh, subject bec- because you cut out
2: <laughs> because he can't talk for
1: five minutes without his.
2: Right,
1: can you hear me? We can hear. You we got now. you now. Okay, uh, they have had a huge influx of um, uh, Muslim immigrants. Mm-hmm. So very quickly, France has gone to. I mean, it was something like twenty percent Muslim. Yeah. Um. Which just makes it an. Uh, an interesting study, as the as their population dynamics change, um, how their politics changes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, it's also interesting to note that the attackers had uh, Kalashnikovs and RPGs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: both of which, oddly enough, are illegal in France.
0: That is interesting.
2: Well, I've got to say this. It, it is so wrong, and probably way too soon, but... I wonder if they're eating freedom fries now in Paris. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to hell.
0: The rights, <laughs> the, <laughs> the comments made by Robert Oliver may or may not be the comments that of Equipped to Endure Proper. <laughs> oh, I can <laughs> I mean, assure you <laughs> they are not.
1: <laughs> I'm not the only one who was thinking some crap like that. <laughs> but you're the only one that was dumb enough to say it. <laughs>
0: well I mean I you know I don't I don't know what the answer is obviously um you know the these individuals who are acting out violently um, I don't know what their end game is I don't know if it's just a a younger another generation that's trying to come out and rage against a certain war and I don't think that they're going to meet their uh, their goals in this if they have any goals you know well, here's
2: the problem with the terrorist thing here's the problem with the race riots and and air, all this kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a elderly black comedian. Uh, his name is Dick Gregory. And not everything he says, I agree with. Uh, he can be a little, little liberal for my taste sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his perspectives are often one-sided, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But other times, he says some things that are so spot on. I, it would be way more hilarious than it is if it wasn't true yeah and uh one of the things he said uh recently in an interview was that you know what does everybody think they're doing they are attacking people that have no choice in the matter like you know writing uh, uh you know at stores that are in your community well they didn't make any laws they didn't make any rules go, go right at the, the congressman's house mm-hmm. you know go, go right at your governor's house. Yeah. Don't ride at your neighbor's house. he didn't do anything
0: yeah
2: yeah you know, and he, he talks about uh, in the race relations he said you're angry at the white guy you see on the street he said that fool ain't got no choice he he doesn't have the power to change anything. why are you ch- why are you mad at him yeah. he lives in the exact same world you do you yeah know, go, go right at the billionaire's house uh but it, it's the same thing yeah people have a people have an opinion so they're going to go cause destruction and and problems amongst people that have no choice you know they ain't got anything to do with the real
0: problem <sighs> and, and that's that's uh that's an interesting point and you know it's just a it's a social temper tantrum yeah it is yeah. you know it's a, it's a social temper tantrum that costs lives well,
1: we're... years ago there was.
0: Uh... I'm listening to you. Me too. What, okay. What was he, that, Dan? He, he cut out again. I know. So, I, I, I just. You're you're back, Dan. Okay. You're back. I don't know well, that what's was going very on. Interesting, Dan. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> very <laughs> insightful. <Very> and <laughs> that's insightful. the meaning
1: of life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you guys realize that we're we're about 41 minutes into the podcast and we have yet to hit any of our objectives for our show notes for today
2: well we did just cover french police thing hey wait we got show notes
0: we do have show notes dan you you, i i saw you scrolling through the show notes so don't try to don't try to aggravate me see this is what dan does when he tries to aggravate me because i you know i came down today got the show notes ready and and dan's going to try to uh, express that i'm wasting my time that's what he's trying to do
1: i was in a great mood until i talked to you this morning and you ruined that you took it away from me And now I'm just, you're going to appreciate a
0: little. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently I'm not, Dan. Apparently I'm not.
2: Uh, (laughs) Dan wanted to make a point, but couldn't.
0: Well, I don't even know if he's trying to make points now. I think he's just talking and then stopped talking in the middle of the statement. And now I think that's his new new objective.
2: Since we are short on time, why don't you guys peruse the show notes and see if there was anything to actually Oh God. Really stuck out as something you wanted Dan, to talk Dan, about.
0: close all the videos or anything else in the background of your computer. Okay. Um, just real quick uh, in the news, too. 11 North Texas earthquakes in about 27 hours. It's pretty concerning. I'm just waiting for that super volcano underneath, uh, underneath. Um, whatchamacallit, to erupt.
2: Yeah. That is scary. <laughs> Texas is the only one in the world that's really got a good economy. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. They're the only one that's self-sufficient. If they go, we're, we're, we're doomed. Um so uh, more we'll have more news on that probably in the future hopefully we'll hear well, hopefully we won't have more news on that let me just take that statement, take that statement back uh, this is another this interesting statistic three in five Americans don't have savings to co- cover unexpected bills
2: yeah I'm one of those
0: and uh, and that that would constitute like a five hundred dollar copay for a medical. Or a thousand dollar copay for a medical procedure that's needed, an emergency procedure, five hundred dollars for a you know a vehicle mishap or something that is really going to limit your ability to do whatever you need to do in your normal day to day life. That's that's some scary stuff, man. And like you know, I'm not you know. I, the only thing that we save is I of course I got saving through my through my job. so Adam, I, did
2: you just walk away from your microphone? No. You in the other room now?
0: No.
1: It sounds like you're in the bathroom.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm not in the bathroom. I'm in. I'm in the same seat that I was. <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> yeah. So, so in other words, <laughs> <ways, laughs> you've been in the bathroom the whole time. I've been in the bathroom the whole time, Dan. The entire time. Uh, anyway, and but now uh, it sounds
2: no, like you're way far away from Mike again.
0: I don't know why I have my headset on. Now
2: it sounds right again.
0: Okay. Well, well I well, won't. Well, I won't turn my head from my computer. Pa- apparently, my wireless mic now is directional in regards <laughs> to the wireless connection. But anyway, as I was saying, is that. I don't even remember what I was saying now. Um, you know, my, my wife and I, we we save in regards to our, you know, my thrift savings account for work and stuff like that. And so I try to, you know, load that up as much as possible. But, you know, I don't, I, I we're not big, you know, into the savings account type thing where we can have money. You know, we do have like an emergency fund or whatnot. But it, it, it is kind of scary. You know, if, if something happened and, you know, we have like a $5,000 deductible with, you know, me, something medical or some surgery or something like that. That would be, that would really, uh, and we make good money, but that would really cause a lot of heartache and pain. Um, and that's something that a lot of people probably don't think about. Well, my so. savings
2: account involves a really big pickle jar and a trip to the Coinstar machine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm not going to bring Dan to this conversation because, you know,
2: because <laughs> he couldn't get in it if he wanted to. That's
0: right. That's Technology right. Technology won't work. Um, but yeah, that's something. That's something, and I know a lot of people. You know, if if you can, guys, and this is just from from financial experts and whatnot. You know, you should always try to get a thousand dollar emergency fund, thousand dollars saved in the bank. And a lot, a lot of people, that's really hard. That's that's hard to do, if not impossible. Um, but looking at your lifestyle and trying to get that as soon as possible is, is one of the the first steps of financial freedom and financial stability. Uh, and I think. We, we talk about preparedness, we talk about that, and uh, yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I do want to spend some money and have my bug out bag and everything, but at the same time, it's food for thought to have uh, some preparedness in regards to financial disasters if one were, were to ever happen. So, all right, moving on though, moving on. Um, I'm going to see how fast I get to the rest of the show notes. All right, guys, some uh, quick on the video tips uh, for all of our E2E members. I remember, guys, check out the Quip to Nord website for $0.09 cents a day. You guys can be members on the show. I mean members on the show. Members on the website with some uh, great uh, articles, blogs, and videos you can't see on YouTube. Uh, real quick, we have a giveaway for a Kin Onion Foresight. It's a folder that will be coming out here real soon. Also, a uh, Fiddleback Forge three-year in-review follow-up. Um, we also have a very controversial conversation that I needed to have with myself and that says, is there a war against police and it's a discussion topic on the E2E website Uh, it's a long one it's about 25 30 minutes Dan I think you're back I am okay so check that out also Dan had some uh, hunting adventures in the Amazon and then last but not least the uh, Tops Knives Tom Tom Brown Tracker TBT T1 five year later review that was a mouthful yeah that was a mouthful check that out um and, uh, I've got a lot of, i got a lot of positive response in that video, Robbie.
2: Well, you know, it's one of those things that, I think that knife has been around so long. Mm-hmm. People have just gotten bored with fighting about it. And so even the haters are like, yeah, okay, whatever.
0: <laughs> I've No, i we got to, there is definitely some hater aid in the comments. Definitely. Was there? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely some hater aid. Dan. Yes. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Um. I figured we weren't gonna unleash me on the whole
0: cop argument yet. Did you watch the video on the website? And he Andy's gone. <laughs> 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 All right, so Dan will be getting a uh, you know this this probably won't happen in the future because Dan will have internet that's really good at his shop.
2: You're gonna take up a collection for Dan to get good internet and
1: Valium. Yeah poor dan you know i can hear everything
0: you're saying oh there he is he's back (laughs) um yeah well dan what did you want to say about the uh the officer thing (laughs) Uh, cheesy you know what and soon as we turn the the as soon as we hit the stop button on the record dan will be here we were we were on the phone ladies and gentlemen for an hour before we started the podcast and we never had a problem I wonder if he's just got a bad wire in his microphone or something. Maybe.
1: No, it's it's internet. For some reason, it, I just I keep losing my connection.
0: Okay. Hmm.
1: It don't like the cold.
0: Maybe that that can't have something to do with it. From what I understand, all those computer boards out there in the wilderness. What kind
2: of time
1: we got left on the show right now, Adam? Yeah, there's. I want to mention the article that I put in the show notes.
0: We got we got about ten minutes, Dan. All right, I'll
1: be quick. Read the article. It's a great article.
0: Which which uh, which article is that?
1: Um. Well, did you look in the show notes?
2: Is it under personal interest? Is
1: that the one? It is. Okay. Um. As y'all both know, I've spent a lot of time studying uh, older and traditional knife techniques, uh, mm-hmm. as far as dimension, shape, pattern uh great article where a gentleman talks about that and the process that he's used uh, similar to some of the things I've done to weed out um what is folklore and what is actually truth what works yeah mhm um yeah you
2: know, I, I read this article as well dan um and i don't know if you sent it to me or i sent it to you or we just stumbled on it in the same place uh that is a wonderful uh, article to read to get a real professional a long-time professional's perspective on some of this stuff oh, i'm sorry I
0: dan, dan, it. dan is agreeing with you and he believes that the article is insightful and that everybody out there needs to read it because it gives them a better point of reference and a more educated point of view about the subject of classic knife design and uh new knife design it's
1: it's as though you were in my head there for a moment oh i'm always in your <laughs> head baby and uh, just for reference, that is from the Geek's Guide to Cooking, which is mm-hmm. a cookbook Beth got for Alex and I this year.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Well, Robbie, what else have we got on the show notes before this? Uh, we blow this uh, popsicle well, stand?
2: We, we don't really have uh, enough time to get really into any of the other stuff, so I guess I'll take this opportunity to go ahead and uh, reach out to our audience. Um, we talked about this, Adam, and uh, Dan, you were in the middle of a nervous breakdown, I think at the time and wasn't in this meeting. Um, but w- we want to, we want to include the audience more in the new podcast, uh, or I guess you'd say the new season, new year, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we want to take this opportunity to reach out to our audience and say, send us questions, send us arguments, send us statements, send us pictures of your dog, Wearing funny hats, we don't really give a crap what you send us, but we want to interact with you. Uh, we want to, this show to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, Adam? Interactive. Invol- interactive uh, with the audience, you know. And you know, we want you to make it your own. We want mm-hmm. our avid listeners to be a part of the show. Yes. So you know. It, it it doesn't really matter now. I can't promise that we'll we'll talk about anything and everything you send, but uh, you know, reach out to us so so that you can be involved, and uh, we can honor our listeners. You know, we we want to know what's on your mind as far as the outdoors goes.
0: Absolutely, uh, and
1: and remember, there are no dumb questions, just dumb people <laughs>
0: who
2: sometimes ask less than smart questions.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and there well there's nothing wrong with it. what somebody told me there's nothing wrong with the ignorant question. Yeah, but, that's me. I,
2: yeah. I I don't mind ignorance, I hate stupidity. Yeah. So I love an ignorant person. It's an opportunity to see somebody grow. Which um, is why he
1: likes hanging out with me.
2: Well, you know, I'm I'm ignorant on many many subjects and when I find somebody who's educated on those subjects, I I love to I love being ignorant because it's a wonderful feeling having your eyes opening open. Yeah to something it's, it feels like you've grown that day it feels wonderful
0: yeah um, I, I agree and,
2: and so i respect that and others too there's a difference between ignorance do you,
0: and do you remember when we were flying back from i think it was vegas i don't know where we were flying back and i sat next to that guy who was a professor in south africa yes and we, had like, a, we yeah. had like a we had like a three-hour conversation about south african geopolitics dude <laughs> i had
2: a cramp for four days <laughs> from being turned awkwardly trying to listen to that guy yeah yeah you know, in in your conversation
0: i mean like so, as soon as we sat down in in, in the, the the plane and we started like started talking until like we were standing up pulling our our luggage out of the overhead and i was all it was almost like one of the situations like damn i wish this flight was another three hours so we could finish this conversation but it was also
2: it's, it's great yeah, that got stuff. super interesting
0: yeah and dude let me tell you one of the smart, I think probably one of the smartest dudes I've ever had the, the, uh, luck of having a conversation with, yeah. you know? Um, and he, he, he kind of had
2: the world figured out, didn't he?
0: He did. De- he definitely did. He definitely did. And it was so interesting. The, uh, the, the, the level of, you know, we would start, you know, we would start talking about certain things and he's like, listen, man, what you're talking about right now, I, I appreciate your, your enthusiasm, but you, you're not from my country you have no idea what you're talking about and it is not as good as as people say that it is right now that it still needs a lot of work and like he was so yeah. candid about stuff it was well you know getting fascinating conversation getting
2: the opinions on south africa from somebody from south africa you know yeah. makes makes a difference yep yep well send us the what is it what's the email address Pod, uh,
0: podcast at dot
2: podcast if you screw that up resend it to robert or adam at equipped to that's not robert or adam it's robert at equipped or adam at equipped we don't really have a robert or adam
0: at equipped to do we you know what i might need to just go make one because just, now just in case you, yeah, you people you, are yeah. going
1: to send it to robert or adam yeah, yeah you, you've you've screwed the pooch on that one
0: uh, great job robbie furthermore awesome. furthermore if you guys just want to leave us a question on facebook yeah. Or you know maybe we'll we'll throw this in the in the forum someplace on the website uh, for uh, f- for questions on the podcast. Send,
2: send it as a private message on the website. Send it on uh, the like Adam said, Facebook page. Send it to Robert at a, Robert E2E on Facebook. Just contact us yeah. any way you're comfortable with.
0: If you can't find call us, call Dan at three a.m. If you can't find us, uh, that's your fault. You Dan,
2: must be, Dan must be out of the loop right at the moment because I said call Dan at 3 a.m. He did not correct me. So no, if, uh, he, then,
0: he, He's there. He's just, you know, he'd love to have those conversations. That's he's, right. He's if lonely. he did
2: not want people calling him at 3 a.m., he would have corrected me immediately.
0: That's right. I, I will co-sign that. That's our opinion. Real life. <laughs> that's the no. truth.
1: Hey, guys, I would love for people to call me at 3 a.m., uh, my phone number is nine one zero. He's going. <to> get, <laughs> I know which phone number he's given. You're mean, uh, Dan. You Jack wagon. Hey, right. I just play the hand I'm dealt. I got you. I got you.
0: All right, so guys, uh, we're gonna we're gonna. Well, we got a couple more minutes. Let me just make sure we have nothing else in the show notes that oh, was interesting. Um, I did have my gear pick, which is pretty cool. The I wanted the, to
2: ask you about that too.
0: Yeah, it's the, the Vargo uh, titanium pocket cleats, and uh, they basically, uh, you know, fit in your pocket, and you take them out and unfold them, and they strap to your shoes for you to get some better traction on the ice. It's actually an awesome little idea.
2: Well, you know, I don't live where we have as much ice as you guys do. Uh, is that something that's really, I mean, you, you, does I've it had, work?
0: I've had a couple, like, pairs of, like, these things that you throw on your shoes, Um but it, n- nothing as compacted as that. And the ones that I've had before, like big old rubber, they're like rubber webs that you, you know, throw on your shoes. They're a pain in the butt to get on and off, and they they make you feel strange when you walk. Um, so I don't know how these things would work. I saw them. They looked interesting to me. I'm like, hmm, you know, that might be something that I need to give a try out, especially I'll how compact you. they are.
2: We need to get you a pair of them and let you. Give them so, a shot, n- and
0: now's a now's a perfect time. I mean, my whole. Wait, need to
2: get you a pair of them and let you take them to an employee at work you don't like. Yeah. And have him try them.
0: Yeah. And walk yeah.
2: across that frozen parking lot.
0: It's funny. We had these. Uh, we had these little things at work. Um, they they're free freeze meters. Mhm. And we have a guy that slipped and like the day he got off, he got on light duty for something. I I don't remember what it was. Like a knee operation or a shoulder operation. That's what it was, and um something something happened to him but he got off of light duty he's walking out and slips and busts up the other arm or the other shoulder or the other oh, knee or geez. whatever it was and so after that happened they put up these little meters that are like you know they're they're white when there's no freezing but they, when they freeze they turn and they look blue and we call them his last his last name meters i'm not going to tell you what his last name is you oh, get him. that's terrible yeah it is pretty terrible but he's a good he's, in front of him oh heck yeah he a man. Good sport? he's oh, a good sport about it he's the best he's the best kind of dude yeah, absolutely. Um so mark that one's for you. You know who you are. But he's 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 good about it. Uh, you know that's you know if if you're if you're in law enforcement or military or a firefighter and and the guys aren't and you guys aren't constantly busting each other's balls then you're you're not with a group of friends.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're the odd man out if if they're not ribbing you.
0: Yeah. You got to have you got to have thick skin. So
2: if you feel safe leaving your food on the community table in the uh, squad room,
1: no one likes you. Yeah. Yeah, and don't eat it when you get back. Yeah,
0: I, well, I I we I only got a couple. I got a couple rules. You don't mess with people's clothes, and yeah. actually, food food is one of them. Food is one food of
2: them. and clothes. Yeah. Well. And with food, it, 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 it it it
0: depends. It depends. If it's at your desk and you're you're busy and you're you're having to grab a bite to eat between here and then, then 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 that yeah that's off limits. Now if you're at a if you're at a restaurant with your buddies and you get to go you know you've got to go hit the head and come back you better come back and check the salt shaker. You know yeah. I
2: mean? Well, and and you know it's kind of like a family thing. Uh, my buddies wouldn't eat all my food, but still in a fry just as always. Uh, okay, you know. They yeah. would snatch a fry.
1: Oh, th- I'm doing you a favor. I'm testing to make sure it hasn't yeah. been poisoned.
2: And it's yeah. not too hot. Don't burn your mouth. They're good. Go ahead and eat them.
0: But don't don't mess with somebody's class A's when they they got something oh, going no. on. Oh, no.
2: Gee whiz. You, and you spent nine hours ironing and... God, oh. oh, I'd kill a man.
0: Or scuff somebody's boots. That's the worst. Mm.
2: Well, I had no budget. There was no budget at my department for like... Uh, alterations and all and dan i don't know how military uniforms are but i can tell you about law enforcement uniforms there's like three guys out there somewhere on the planet that are shaped unlike any other human being ever (laughs) use those three guys to mold (laughs) clothing for law enforcement god that is the
0: truth man oh
2: you get a uniform you have to carry it and have it tailored have the sides the seams ripped out of the sides and get it tapered to to be human shaped
0: so it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't like lean on your neck when you got your vest on and everything yeah. and give you a pain it, in the because neck? Because
2: if, if you don't, you'll button that top button, and it's literally strangling you. <laughs> Meanwhile, the sides of your shirt are flapping like you're wearing a tent from Omar's tent service.
1: Oh. Uh, it's terrible. I, I those, agree. Those you're required to have tailored. Uh, it was frustrating because the BDUs, it was strictly forbidden to have them tailored. Really? Yeah um so it like was either skin stuff. tight uh, or flopping on you
0: hmm. interesting well we're gonna leave it there guys we got to get going uh but tune in next week and um for these of you guys listening on the equipped indoor uh uh website stay tuned we we'll have a little bit more after this you guys take care be safe out there remember if you're not always prepared you're never prepared thanks <laughs>